Good morning. It is January 26, 2024. This is episode 58 of the Paul Green podcast. 58 episodes, everybody. I have some exciting news. I have got a few more commitments for some podcast guests, which I am very excited about. And tomorrow, I will actually have a guest on as well. So, very excited to start uh, talking to more people so you don't have to listen to me pontificate every single day, although I do appreciate those of you who do listen to me pontificate. So, let's see. How am I doing? Um, Last night, I did an open mic. I tried a handful of new material. Some of it went well, some of it did not. <laughs> um, it was actually a, a really good audience. So the comedy club that I perform at regularly, it's called the JPs and Gilbert. So how he does the open mic is he has an actual Thursday night show with the paid audience, and then he will end the paid audience show. It's like a regular comedy show, and then immediately go into the open mic and just tell all of the uh, uh, the audience members, just said, hey, we're going to go right in the open mic, so we'd love for you to stick around. If you have to go, we understand. And usually, a good portion of the audience will stick around, so you can, as an open mic comic, it's very rare that you get to perform in front of an actual like paid audience, but the way that he does that actually allows for it, which is very, very cool. And because... I'm a good friend of the club and good friend of the owner. He actually lets me go up first. So I got to go up uh, with a decent audience there who had just been watching comedy. They still had a lot of energy. And I got up there. I riffed for a little bit and was able to get them laughing. And then I dove into my new material. And what was really valuable is it was really clear if they thought the joke was funny or not. <laughs> and um, it sort of became a joke to where when I would try a new joke and it wouldn't work, I had my pen and my notepad on stage, so I would just be like, all right, that one's getting crossed off the list. And then that became a game with the audience. And then when one of them worked, I was like, oh, we're keeping that one. And somebody yelled up, put a check mark on that one. So that was fun. Although it wasn't fun... Uh, knowing that some of the jokes that I thought would be funny were not funny. But, you know, that's how it that's how it always goes. Um, got some more trolling last night. Some pretty harsh uh, comments on TikTok. And I'll tell you guys, it still bothers me. I, I am not above that yet. I'm trying to do that thing where I visualize... What type of person would I have to be, or where would I have to be in my career so that those comments no longer trigger me? And I was thinking about, like, I bet you Taylor Swift, good old Swifty, even gets hateful comments. And I'm going, like, do, you, do I think that she has time to sit around and stew over negative you know, negative, mean-spirited comments on social media. I'm going, like, probably not. So that calmed me down a little bit, but I, I was I was fairly triggered 
man, my, my mind goes pretty dark when I get those comments, you know, it's just such a, it's just such an insult and it's so fascinating what social media has done because nobody would ever say something like that, like those types of comments to people in person. Um, or if you did, it, it, it would like be a fight. And that's what it does. These comments put me in this fight or flight mode to where I really just start <laughs> visualizing me just pummeling the faces of these people, which is just not really what I want to be spending my emotional time and energy uh, uh, thinking about. But, but that's what it does. And so it dropped my mood a little bit. And I read those comments before I went and went and did the open mic. And so, although for the most part, the open mic went well, um, I was still a little discouraged. Um, I don't know. It's just discouraging, man. It, it, it can just be discouraging to just be like, I'm putting myself out there. I'm putting myself out there. And most of the time on my little short video clips, I get no comments. But whenever I do get comments, they're almost always negative. Every once in a while, I'll get like a positive uh, comment. And I'm talking about my short clips on, on my long, on these videos, on my long form podcast videos. I, I have a couple followers who are very gracious and say very kind things and are interactive, which is great. But on the shorts, that on my short little video clips, that that doesn't happen. It's mostly negative at this stage of the game. So, yeah, that's challenging. It's challenging just to, especially with my commitment of how often I'm posting, how much content I'm putting out there, to just keep doing it and that most of the response, if any response at all, is negative. <laughs> and... So I don't know. The universe is really training me to try to figure out how to just not care that much. And um, obviously, I still care a little bit. So, you know, just just another part of this of this crazy journey that I'm on and just trying to navigate it and figure it out and moving forward as best as I can. I am headlining a show tomorrow night. That would be Saturday at an Italian restaurant in Mesa, which has been doing comedy shows for a long time. I did I did a comedy show there when I first started stand-up in 2014-2015. So yeah, that's yeah, that's really cool when I performed there the first time. I was just a new comic. I think I got maybe 10 minutes or 15 minutes of stage time, which at that time what just seemed insurmountable that I was asked to do that much time. But that was my stand-up comedy teacher, Tony Visick, who was giving me a bit of um, a challenge and sort of training me to extend past beyond my comfort level. And so, yeah, that was a good eight years ago that I performed there and now I'm headlining there. So I am very much looking forward to that. I have been thinking a lot about, I, I told you yesterday about how I had a buddy give me some, some feedback about 
um, some of my material. And what's funny is um, I was helping my my uh, brother move uh, last night, and he was actually at the show that I showed to my buddy that he had watched the whole thing and then gave me that feedback. And I asked my brother, I just said, hey, did you did you feel these jokes, you know, made the audience uncomfortable or pull back or whatever? He goes, not at all. <laughs> and I'm just going, okay, you know, that's the thing about feedback is everybody has, has an opinion and thinks they have an idea. And although I, I had mentioned, I really appreciated the, the, the feedback from my friend and I do think what he said was very valuable. And um, a lot of the material that I did last night at the open mic was actually me looking to rewrite some of that material and uh, and rework it a little bit. Um, and some of it and some of it worked well. I, I had a couple jokes that really landed well. I had a couple jokes that didn't land well, but um, so man, I'll tell you. I mean, that's the thing about being in an artistic pursuit is art is so subjective and 10 different people can watch the same joke and have a totally different opinion about what they thought of it or whether they thought it was funny or what it meant to them. And, you know, as a comedian, it's just our job to try to navigate as much of that subjectivity as possible to get enough people who think that you are funny to come out and laugh at you. And I was at this comedy festival and one of the the ladies running the festival, and I wish I could remember her name. I think her name is Kelsey. Um, just just a phenomenal human. And she had made this comment that the better you get at comedy, the more you are going to attract and re- repeal your audience. So I thought that was really interesting that that's actually what you want to happen. You want there to be people who really, really love your comedy, but it's it's almost this idea that in order for a lot of people to really, really love your comedy, a lot of people have to really hate it or at least not resonate with it. And I mean, and that's the case with everything. I mean, there are people who on this planet who probably don't like Taylor Swift at all. I know, right? Hard to imagine, but take any artist, take anybody who's famous and there's going to be a significant portion of the population who knows of them and knows that they don't like them. Um, I was just talking. I was just talking to a friend who just um, said that she never really liked Seinfeld. Didn't get it. Didn't think it was funny. And there's a lot of people who feel that way. And yet, it was one of the most popular sitcoms of all time. So, it's really interesting for me as I am now really trying to up my exposure to start to interact now with a lot more feedback than I was ever getting before when I was maybe not putting myself out there as much because that's that's the uh, the negotiation 
the less that I put myself out there, well, then I get to stay safe and I don't ever have to tell, uh, hear any criticism. But I also don't get to have an audience, a big audience. But the more I put myself out there, the more opportunities I am allow- I am giving complete strangers to see my comedy and have a, an opinion of it and then go online and make just completely ridiculously mean-spirited comments. But at the same time, I also then get to potentially attract uh, potential audience members who look at the content and go, oh, this is something different. Oh, I haven't seen this before. Oh, I actually really resonate with this. I find this guy really funny, which does happen. So there isn't any way that I know of to put myself out there consistently and yet only receive positive feedback, only have everything go so well. Uh, that just isn't really how it works. And the more that I am committing to putting myself out there, especially online, the more that I am being trained and conditioned to accept the fact that I am going to attract or not attract. I am, I am going to have more and more people not like me. <laughs> people who never even know I existed now have an opportunity to not like me and have an opportunity then to look at what I put out there and cr- criticize it and be mean and troll and hate and all of that stuff and I have a choice to make I can either shy away from that and go oh that's uncomfortable I don't like that or I can say great people are watching my content and hating on it that must actually mean that I'm doing something right because I'm repelling people as well as attracting people and that is the mindset that I am trying to adapt and I'm trying to do it while shortening the time frame of uh, trigger it triggered anger <laughs> without, you know, I'm trying to do it without going into a fantasy land of pummeling the face of some asshole kid on TikTok who I will never meet and never see and for all I know doesn't even really exist. So fun, fun lessons. So I am looking forward to my show um, tomorrow night. Very excited to be interviewing Danielle Williams, a local stand-up comedian here in Phoenix. And I've got three more um, podcast guests lined up. And what's really exciting about all three of them is none of them are comedians. And so I'm now getting to, um, I've got a couple people lined up who... uh, are one of them's a politician really cool it's not going to be a political discussion don't worry uh the other one is a business consultant and the other one is a business owner an entrepreneur and so it'll be really fun to mix it up here start talking to different types of people in different sort of pursuits and industries who are still dreamers and out there doing their thing and 
um, navigating their journeys and going for their dreams. So very excited for that. So I'm going to cut this one a little short because your boy here is very, very tired. And I am looking forward to uh, connecting with you all tomorrow. So this has been January 26, 2024, episode 58 of the Paul Green Comedy Podcast. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you tomorrow.